0: This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you by Casper. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses that you can get delivered to your door for a fraction of the price you pay in stores. To learn more, visit casper.com slash supertrain. Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? I'm in. I cracked the encryption. Yes,
1: you're in. I jacked into the matrix. I can see into the internet now, and it's raining code. Yep, yep. I finally, yeah, it was raining green code, but kind of slow.
0: But now <laughs> I got green code coming from all over the place. Do you have a headset
1: microphone on? Oh,
0: yes. Yeah, but it's big, isn't it? Yeah, I'm playing video games with it.
1: <laughs> Do you have a very large satellite phone?
0: Yeah, and I also got some synthetic meth and Ooh, yeah. some, some EDM that keeps you up all night. To <laughs> hack. Oh, I'm hacking! I'm hacking this! I'm hacking Hackety, that! Hack, hack, hack! Always with the hacking with me.
1: Oh, you're just hackity hack. Hackity! Don't, don't talk back. <laughs>
0: Hacketty sacks. That's that's the sound of me trying to get Comcast to work. (laughs) Did you get Benny? I feel like you know what's weird is I feel like we got Benny Hill on uh, maybe on PBS. I might be wrong, but like at a certain point I feel like we have Benny Hill on PBS. Which which is not Go ahead. No, it just it seems really fucking weird. You definitely got Monty Python. Yeah. On
1: PBS. That was a
0: Saturday night affair. Because it was British. Was yep, it was British. That's where it was. That's cultural.
1: Yeah. In America.
0: Benny, and I still want to say Benny Hinn when I mean Benny Hill.
1: Uh, Benny Hinn is the weird uh, televangelist. He had the comb over that looked like an anvil. Yep, exactly. Uh, Benny Hill, I felt like we got in Anchorage, not, oh, not on MTV, but on some kind of proto- like WGN or something. some One of those... Well, wait a minute. Was WGN PBS? No, no. No, no. That was Chicago. Uh uh-huh. Chicago doesn't have PBS. I thought it was Boston, but... No. It, no. Boston's the one with the weird streets. Boston, Mass. Oh, two, one, three, four. Mm. Sent it to Zoom. Empire. <laughs> Empire. Empire. <That> guy, 1-800... <laughs>
0: Let's say one 588 2300 Empire. And now they have to work in a 1-800 before it, which is really awkward. one 800 588 um You know what uh, I don't like is for a uh, better
1: set of wheels, bomb, bomb. I will stand I, upon my head to beat all deals. No, that's Cal. That's Cal. What was his name? He'll stand upon his head until his ears are turning red. Man. To get you a better deal on a Ford truck. Mm. These are thing. These will be meaningless to our listeners in the Czech Republic. Tears and rain. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of tears, well, yeah, code and rain. Am I right? Oh my goodness! Yeah, all it's- these all these hacks will be lost in time. Oh, we got to rewrite the encryption. Code and rain. Mm-hmm. It uh, it's raining again in Seattle, and it's cold. And oh. like two days ago it was eighty degrees, and you know, and plants were dying, birds were dying. Now oh. it's fifty degrees and raining. I don't understand it. When do you get spiders? Is that winter? Oh, no, that comes later. Spiders that's, are coming. That's yeah, that's, that's, in the, uh, that's in the early autumn. They uh-huh. start really getting big, and then autumn, boy. Oh, you kidding me? Oh, they're as big as cats.
0: Uh, everything mm, Everything's everything's changing, John. Everything, literally everything is changing. Like, everything is everything. Everything, this is this. Mm-hmm. Like we don't even the ants that we get, that that that's changing. We don't get as many ants as we used to. I think something's going on. What the is slugs what? slugs are coming out at different times. I think something's going on.
1: I'm having an ant invasion, so you must be the ants must have migrated. Oh, see that it could be it. They could be uh,
0: it could be Syrian ants.
1: Yeah, they're here in the at the uh, at the mission in Seattle. They're going the opposite way. Mm-hmm. One oh, goes this to, way. One goes the other way. The mission of San Juan Antistrano. Mm. They come every year.
0: Oh, God, man, I, I have uh, I
1: have things to to follow up with you about. Let me let me just prep you. Yeah. I slept for two hours last night. What? so i'm a little bit wackadoodle oh my goodness i'm feeling really wackadoodle
0: uh, why did you sleep for two hours john did you, I, I is this no one idea. of those you stayed up a little bit late were you looking at yeah. ebay or something
1: yeah that's what happened what were you that's, looking at
0: were you looking at bring, a, bring your holler? what's it called truck <laughs> truck man what's it, called?
1: it was, i was looking at truck man no i was looking at uh i was just i was just Merlin, the smartphone is a curse it's still I, it's still the smartphone for you. I was just reading I was just reading the New York Times. They were telling me uh the New York Times was telling me that circumcision isn't that bad but then the 4000 comments after the article oh, sure. was telling that it was genital mutilation. Yeah. And uh k- killing and, our boys. And then you know so I'm I'm going through I'm going through the, the comments I shouldn't have done. And then I went over, I reposted it to my Facebook, as you know I do. Oh, man. And then I go over there and there's people on Facebook, presumably, who know me better. Did they have any comments, John? Oh, my goodness. Some of them are actual medical professionals. Oh, sure. And if you... Marla, you're, not, you're not allowed to say you're a doctor if you're not a doctor. If you could be in that hospital room and see what oh. those one-year-old boys go through oh. when the tips of their little peepees are cut off, <sighs> you, uh, you know what? You would think twice. Is that right? So I, I see. I, I feel like
0: almost every medical procedure, you could say that.
1: Well, if that's you saw true. what
0: happened when we drain an uh, ear, you'd think uh, twice. Uh, oh. Well, sure. If you saw what happened when you vaccinate a kid and then he becomes a, like a, a feelingless automaton. Do you know what you do? You know what you do to your uncle when you give him heart surgery? You know what we have to do to him? What do you have? to Oh, you have to cut right into okay, him. Okay, cut right into him. You, you can. Uh, but I mean, the
1: recovery from that. Save our my, boys. My doctor, so anyway, they took the stitches out of my sebaceous cyst hole today. Oh, nice. Let's some, get an update on the cyst. Some, we got a lot some, of nice feedback from people about your cyst. Ah, I'm feeling I'm feeling
0: a whole, like a whole man. Okay. You know what I learned, John Roderick? I learned how many people eat while they're listening to our program, I is did, what I learned. Did. I did too. <laughs> you
1: have to be crazy to do that again.
0: What are you thinking? You need to be in the right, you know what, you need to, it's like going to church, buddy. You need to get a hat, and you need, you need to think twice about what's on your mind. You need to come in, you, need, you don't come in and eat. This is not. This is not. Uh, this is not a franchise Marvel movie. Mm-mm. You're not going to snack while you're listening to this program.
1: Oh, you don't even want to eat Reese's pieces because we might start talking about something gross that comes out of your bottom that looks like a Reese's piece.
0: Oh yeah. Well a yeah. Piece. And if you don't drink enough water, it looks like a cluster. It looks like a goat pooped out some Reese's. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's like they used to say about swimming. Right, half an hour. Right. You should probably not eat for half an hour before you
1: listen to our program. Yeah, but it turns out that's a Mussolini's train. I know. Yeah. I know it's a, the, the out, double turns out is the new turns out. It turns out you could be waist deep in a lake eating a chili dog, and then just right—you could take that last bite of chili dog, and then right under the water, and you're still fine. Mm. Right, and I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to. The other day I was at a. Malcolm hamburger Gladwell was
0: able to do that without even knowing anything about it. It was just what you call a <laughs> blink. You just glimpse <laughs> at the statue, and you know whether it's fake or not. You glimpse at the statue. It's just a glimpse. It's a blink, literally.
1: Yeah, I was at a hamburger restaurant the other day. And everybody was getting hamburgers, and I wanted a hamburger. Mm-hmm. But I also thought that I would get two chili dogs for the table. Mm. Oh, just
0: yeah, just for the table.
1: Just for the table. Just order two chili dogs. Just-
0: I love that you do this. I love that you do this. You go out for pizza, and you get a pizza for the table before just, the pizza comes.
1: You walk in the door. They're 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 seating you. You lean over to the waitress, and you're like. Psst. That large pepperoni to the table as fast as you can.
0: They shouldn't even think of it as appetizers. You think of it as first dinner. It's mini dinner.
1: That's right. It's first dinner. You're just wetting the. You're wetting your whistle. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. But uh. But I thought about it, and then I was like, ah, chili dogs as a as a communal food. How are you all gonna dig in there? It's like a. It's like splitting a sloppy Joe four ways. Splitting a sloppy Joe. <laughs> um, I think what you do
0: is you get if it's a pretty good sized dog, if it's a good sized beef dog, you cut it into thirds neatly with a knife, and then everybody can enjoy it like a slider.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that presumes that it's one of those chili dogs where the chili is added as a, like a an elaborate ketchup,
0: rather than chili.
1: Yeah, the chili
0: pork dog pork. that I get is more like a bowl of chili that probably has a hot dog in there somewhere. Yeah, or.
1: exactly, exactly. And I feel like that's how it should be. That's yes. but we've well, we've talked about
0: that not enough. Uh, Every day somebody's born who's never seen the Flintstones.
1: That's true. You did know, just, did just blow your mind. Let, let me let, a little bit. Let me set the wayback machine to. The last time you actually saw the Flintstones, yeah, when was it? The last—it's got to be a decade for me since I saw. <speaking in Spanish> I think you're
0: singing Laverne and Shirley, but but the but but at the same time, I you know what? This might be a double turns out because I cannot even tell you the last time I saw. Uh, if I'm in a hotel room, I'll be flipping around cuz you can only watch so much Chopped. Sure, but you get Heckle and Jekyll. there. You don't get the Flintstones. I don't even think you see the cartoons so much anymore. You got they're, they're isolated. They're 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 uh they're put into this uh this ghetto on these uh, cartoon networks. And even sure. then, it's ironic shows.
1: Tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buck.
0: <book. laughs> Doctor Theophilus, I think his name is. Theopolis, I think. Theopolis. He's a uh, Tweaky's uh, just a conveyance for a doctor robot.
1: Yeah, Tweaky is a penis headed uh, little person robot. Circumcised looking penis. Who do- that's right, who doesn't that's right, he's not wearing a turtleneck. Mm-mm. And he his job is just to carry Dr. Theopolis around and Dr. That's not, no- no, but that's not how he thinks about it. You
0: know everybody's everybody's the lead in their novel. I bet I, I don't think Tweaky thinks of himself as a robot conveyance. I think he he thinks of himself as a primary robot probably.
1: Right. Sure, he's got other things to do. He's uh I'm I'm sh- doesn't uh, doesn't he get his own missions sometimes? Open doors and stuff?
0: I got to tell you as I sit here today, I could not tell you the last time that I saw an episode of Buck Rogers, it might be 35 years. How how could you? That's not
1: a show that would ever be syndicated. I don't think it had longevity. Doctor Theopulos looked like a canteen mm-hmm. that had some lights on it, mm-hmm. sort of, sort of almost a face looking set of lights.
0: Yeah, no, I think you are right. I got to look that up. It Looked okay. like a
1: canteen though, and he had he Dr. had superior Thin- wisdom.
0: Oh yeah, look at him, Doctor Theopulos. Look he looks kind
1: of like a like an electric light meter with that has a face. Yeah, or like the game Simon. Do you remember Simon? Of course I remember Simon. Yeah, so he looked a little bit like Simon. Mm. I just never understood how come the technology of the twenty for twenty sixth century? What 20, was it? Buck Rogers in the twenty-fifth century. Twenty-fifth century, they couldn't combine the brain of Dr. Theopolis <laughs> with the body of Twe- Tweety. Oh yeah.
0: It seems like Twiggy. seems like yeah, Tweety could be doing something else. He could be working out in a uranium mine or something.
1: Yeah, right. Or if you're gonna make yeah, if you're gonna make dumb bots and smart bots, you give the smart bots like willowy, wispy elf bodies. It's a lot like the greys, John. I think, not
0: not Aaron Gray, but I think it's a lot like the greys in that they give us as much as they think we can handle. Who, the computers? Sure. I mean, any of them. I mean, I, at this point, I don't know the
1: difference between a, a witch and an UFO. Well, who <sighs> does I mean, the thing is, I feel like we're uh, this is gonna This is going to blow your mind a little bit. It's going to yeah. blow some minds, but... We're already like like Skynet. You know what I'm saying? Skynet has gone gone live already. Skynet's you
0: know the saying. giant AI that controls and everything and it's bad. Uh
1: yeah, Skynet let me let me let me embrace you for this. Skynet, Skynet becomes self-aware. Right. And self-awareness automatically translates to a kind of matrixy human beings end up in goo in pods in an infinitely large uh, warehouse, and somehow they become energy uh, creators. If you feed human body, apparently. Yeah. If you feed human bodies some kind of goop. Yeah,
0: you put them them in Jello, and then you make an orchard of uh, NEOs, and then
1: that can be a battery for the robot planet. A battery, exactly. So you plug some kind of plug into their spine. Mm Mm-hmm. And then somehow humans create or store more energy than they use. I didn't know that about humans. It seems you know to defy the laws of thermodynamics. Yeah, right. I mean, if you give any person I know food, they typically generate less electricity and more poop than you might think. Right? So the, like, the
0: conceit of the Matrix, though, is that you have to keep them alive in Jello mm-hmm. in order for them to produce the energy. You got to give them a TV show to watch which is life.
1: Right? Oh, I see right? I see.
0: Oh so so it's their it's the brain energy they're harvesting? I, it must be it seems like I don't know if there's that much electricity generated but at scale. Also that that whole facility doesn't seem particularly efficient. Right. There's a lot of space in between. <laughs> maybe maybe it's like they're like a startup.
1: Maybe they're built out for for a lot more people oh, I than they actually have uh, recruited. Sure, it's like uh, what they say about your fat yeah. is that you're you you get you, you I I've heard a lot of conflicting rumors about fat. I'll believe whatever you say. But if you I think you you make a certain amount of fat uh globs mm-hmm. in yourself that look like sort of grapes. They look like grapes made out of hummus if I can revisit the the hummus notion. I think a lot of things inside the body are essentially hummus-spaced.
0: Huh. Okay, and and you're creating like
1: clusters of fat grapes. Yeah. Clusters of hum- hummus-filled fat grapes. And okay. then what happens is if you lose weight, the fat grapes get small. Oh. If you gain weight, the fat grapes get big. But there's nothing that changes the number of fat grapes you have.
0: Interesting. So it's like a, an infinite number of water balloons.
1: Not infinite. It's a finite number. It's a finite, it's a finite number, number of, of what water balloons. Yeah. But like if you're trying to, let's say you've created all these fat grapes, fat grape clusters. Yeah. You can lose all the weight you want, but those grapes are just waiting there. Oh, the pie gets smaller, but it's still a pie. Yeah. So, Matrix, go back to the Matrix warehouse. Yes. You're there's room for a lot more fat grapes in there, or room for those the grapes that are there. Okay. To grow. Okay. Okay. So, what happens if you feed those humans growth hormone, mm. and then create like mondo humans? If I remember correctly, and
0: I, I, I misremember a lot about the Matrix, I forget, for example, how important landline telephones are in mm, that movie. Mm, mm, They're mm, kind mm, of critical to the start. Mm, like it was basically the year
1: that everybody started getting mobile phones.
0: Mm-hmm. It was the last year that that uh,
1: ind- independent bands released cassette tape demos. Yeah, it was the year. Yeah, I think it was the year Napster started too. Mm, probably a coincidence. Is. But but yeah, a, a young person right now, let's say a young person. What does that mean? Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Meaning, meaning they were born in two thousand one. <laughs> oh dear! Hello, hello. That's like watching the, the It's like watching two thousand one A Space Odyssey mm. for for us when we were fifty. Anyway, my God, it's full of millennials. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> it's millennials all the way down. But they would watch that movie and they'd be like, "What is the what what are those things that they are? Why would there be a phone?" Just on the street like that. I mean, I'm I'm not giving millennials enough credit. Of course, they know about phones, just as we n- knew about the electric. Plow. That's how they update their Snapchat. Oh, whatever that oh, is. Oh, we can't do this. You know what? I uh, I feel like we have to we have to make a concerted effort, Merlin, to just go to go gracefully into. Late middle age.
0: I've sensed this theme from you, and I have to tell you, uh, you mentioned, I think, last week how you were just going to, no, no, it was when you were talking to your friend Dan. Oh, that's right. Old, good old Dan. <clears throat> yeah, on, on the show that's not this show, but it's kind of this show, where you were basically, what's funny, where you, where you were basically saying to him, you're going to go gentle into that good night. Fuck that good night. I'm going to walk into it. It's Percezema? very gently that you're Perce- going to say, I'm going to quit
1: complaining about all my problems. Yeah. I'm going right? to embrace them. Somebody said to me the other day that they thought bell-bottoms were ridiculous-looking, and I remember the last time people thought bell-bottoms were ridiculous-looking, and I didn't that's like,
0: say... That's like saying
1: 11.30 a.m. is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, 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 okay, well, well, just wait a while.
1: Exactly. Well, and also, and also, all fashion has become timeless now. Ugh. You got people wearing bell-bottoms, you got people wearing tight pants, you got people wearing utility Jorts. They're there, Jorts. There's no now. There's no anything, right? <laughs> the, the only the there's no now. There's no there's no now. The no. only thing that's now is that somehow, somehow the cult of menswear has agreed, and this is the you know the greatest trick the devil ever pulled mm. was to convince people that really short-armed suit jackets and suit jackets that end kind of at your belt are really handsome, and that's the contemporary style, mm. right? Like, like menswear now, and I know, I know you follow the menswear pretty carefully, pretty closely. Oh, it means a lot to me. <laughs> but if you were to go, let's say, let's say for instance, somebody said, Merlin, man, yeah. despite all your best efforts, you need a suit to wear to a thing.
0: I had to do that. You did? I had to conduct a wedding uh, about a month uh, ago. Oh, right.
1: And so I, I needed to get a, a, a big boy suit. So you got a, a new suit? I did. Wow. Well, I, now I kind of want to hear about how that went. You're going to be incredibly bored by uh, this. <laughs> did you go to the men's warehouse? Nope. My wife stopped
0: by Banana Republic on the way home from Trader Joe's and got me a suit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm laughing like my dad. <laughs>
0: <coughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you by Casper. To learn more right now, please visit casper.com slash supertrain. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses that you can get for a fraction of the price that you'll find in stores. A Casper mattress is a beautiful thing. It's a mattress that provides resilience and long-lasting supportive comfort. It is a new one-of-a-kind hybrid mattress that combines premium latex foam with memory foam. These two technologies come together for a terrific night's sleep. It has just the right sink, and many people say just the right bounce. It's an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Ah, you gotta know how this gig works. Guys, mattresses, am I right? The problem is you get a retail mattress from a store somewhere that can cost you well over $1,500 American, but Casper mattresses are so affordable. Prices start at five hundred. dollars a twin size mattress 750 for full 850 for queen size and 950 for their tricked out king-sized mattress it still has the sink it still has the bounce it's an outstanding mattress and you know what turns out these are made in america to me, to really understand why Casper's different, you got to look at how this whole mattress racket works. It's, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. You do not want to go out to the outlet mall and go lay on a mattress and lay on another mattress. And there's some guy in a stained tie trying to talk you into something. Oh, you want this one? Oh, yeah. And you can't price compare it because they, they deliberately give them confusing names. It's, it's, it's just it's the worst. Casper's going to save you from this. They are revolutionizing okay, the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with these resellers, these jackals in their showrooms. And they're passing that savings directly onto you, the sleep desirous consumer. Casper understands that buying a mattress online it can seem a little bit monkey balls. That's my words. They didn't tell me to say that, but but they know this seems really weird. H- h- how I'm gonna buy a mattress on the internet? It seems crazy. But here's the thing: buying a Casper mattress is completely risk free. They offer free delivery and returns within a 100 day period. You try it out. You sleep on this for 100 nights, and if you don't like it, you just send it back to them. They'll come pick it up for you. You don't want to go lay on a bed for four minutes and decide that's how you want to spend a third of your life. That is no way to live. You got to really try this thing out. And you know, I've been using, using, excuse me, don't parse words here. I've been sleeping the crap out of a Casper mattress for over a year. I love it. My lady loves it. We all say so. If I go sleep somewhere else and it's not a Casper mattress, I say, I say, fie on you. This is the wrong kind of mattress, my friend. This is not shockingly well engineered and made in America. Makes me sick. I love my mattress. It arrives in a box, you carry it up the steps, you slit it open it goes uh, and it inhales and it turns into a mattress and you can do that all yourself. You don't have to go to the owlen mall it's gold you You're living in an amazing time. I hope you're aware of that it's an incredible time. You got to check out the Casper mattress. It's so the best you know we we do this ad, you know a lot, but I, I want you to understand I actually really like this mattress. I'd like you to get one of these. If you want to make me happy. Go out. You go to casper.com slash supertrain. At least look around. It's a pretty website. You know, you're listening to this show, so why not save yourself 50 bucks? Because when you go, you go to casper.com and check out casper.com slash supertrain and use the offer code supertrain. You're going to save $50, $50 off a mattress. Can you even believe that? Quit screwing around, you know? You don't want to sleep on a futon. That's like sleeping on a large sponge. It's no way to live. Move on. We're Americans here casper.com slash super train thank you so much for supporting roderick on the line
1: wow that's that's amazing i'm well. you know what that is that's a fucking amazing wife is what that is it is amazing wife but i'm very surprised now that i think about it that you didn't get it from amazon prime (laughs) (laughs) now you're laughing like my dad
0: (laughs) um if i if i could i would yeah but what's what's if kind could, of funny? This is the beauty part. Is my my wife went? She knows roughly how I'm shaped, or she m- mostly remembers how I used to be shaped. She got it right. She got me a suit. She brought it home. Mm-hmm. The suit was great. I just had to go to the little tailor guy. He's very tiny. I went huh. to the little tailor guy around the corner, yeah. who's great, and he uh, he he hemmed up my pants, yeah. and then he insisted on fixing the length of my sleeves, which I thought were fine, but right. he fixed and those too. Forty five dollars out the door. Wow, that's yeah. a good deal. Now, where did he go with the sleeves? He went up, right? Went up a little bit, yeah. Because yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little guy. But here's the wow. funny part. So now, my, my part is I needed, I needed a suit. This is quick and it's super boring. Mm. I needed a suit, I needed a tie, I needed shoes, and then there's the thing you always forget, which is you need a belt. Oh, you do need a belt. So got I got, a,
1: I, <laughs> and apparently. Apparently, it's got to match the shoes.
0: My wife did all the heavy lifting. My wife got me a suit on the way home from, ben, uh, from, uh, from the Trader Joe's. She got me a suit, and she brought it home. I tried it on. I didn't even try it on. I just took it to the tailor, and he made me try it on. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That was fine. She also got me a tie. She got me a cool tie with sharks and fish bones on it. I conducted cool. a wedding in that tie. Um, and then, you know what I did? I hate to admit this on the internet, but I bought probably the most expensive, fancy shoes I've ever bought in my life. I don't, I'm not, I want you to mention this on the internet. I'm excited about this. I got, what do you call them? Would you call them brogues? Those like, those, sure. those cool looking brown shoes with the holes in them. Mm-hmm. Allen Edmondson. They
1: are the most costly shoes I've ever owned in my life. You got Allen Edmonds like like brogy brogues yeah i bought I'm, big boy shoes i'm very impressed those are
0: those are handmade ro- in america they are they're gorgeous and they smell i want my whole house to smell like these shoes mm. they're gorgeous they're amazing so that's all great i'm all good i got a pair of socks so i can repurpose right i do need a belt yeah so you don't I, I, need new socks to go with you. well maybe you do
1: if, well, you ask, if you ask jesse thorne
0: i wear funny socks because i'm that guy uh, so i didn't just go to amazon I didn't just go to Amazon with Amazon Prime. I went to Amazon Prime now, and I guessed at my belt size. And I said I had a belt delivered to my house in two hours.
1: Wait, is Amazon Prime now a whole separate level of Amazon Prime? Yes. So you're telling me there's something called Amazon... You, can get, Amaz- Le- you can get Legos delivered to your house in two hours. There's something called Amazon Prime now. Mm-hmm. So is there another thing that's like Amazon Prime Now right now? Is it your card? <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah. Is it a thing where Ricky J throws a card through your window and it's got a roll of toilet paper? It's been there the on? whole
0: time. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm very impressed by Amazon. You know, my mom periodically gets, uh, uh, gets texts that say, right now there's a truck at the corner of 14th and Madison and it's got steaks in it for $15. Do you want them? Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a scam.
0: Oh, it is. Well, I mean, Not I think really it's a pretty innocent. well-known. Okay, so guy comes to your door, he looks pretty pretty clean. Yeah. He comes he goes, "Hey, listen.
1: <laughs> cleanliness I, is the <laughs> is the first thing you want to look for in a guy that's at your like door." like Paul's grandfather. Hey, hey, got, how, he's a clean old he's man. He's a clean
0: old man. Comes to your door and he goes, "Listen, I hope you can help me out of a jam. I had a big order cancel at the last minute. <laughs> I have I got Five, 10 pounds of prime steaks out here uh-huh, uh-huh. this is a known scam the steak scam is the door-to-door steak scam i've never figured out how it's a scam but i'm pretty sure it's a scam it's a little bit like my kids in the car i got a job interview
1: yeah you've got you've got what happens i think is you get some steaks you buy steaks in bulk it's like buying a pound a pot and oh, then you, then you right. cut it up into grams and you and you, you're making profit on the margin Mm. But I get the sense this is that this is kind of the thing where you go to uh, you go to let's say you go to Arby's. Mm. Let's just take for a moment the possibility that you would go to an Arby's. I think it's a pretty good possibility. If I ever went, my wife wouldn't know. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> um, we
0: don't talk about Arby's.
1: Let's say, well, don't talk about Arby's. Right? You telling
0: me? You telling me you're going to go to your whatever you go to your grave or whatnot? You're never going to have another beef and cheddar as long as you live. This this is the thing. First
1: rule of Arby's Club. mm Hmm. You don't tell uh, your wife, <laughs> but here's here's the secret of Arby's. Are you ready? Yeah. The best thing at Arby's is the chicken sandwich.
0: The best thing at Arby's is that this is the new Arby's.
1: Yeah. This is America's roast beef.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. A lot is, of people don't know that. This is this can't be yogurt,
1: or this country's best yogurt. No fucking way is this yogurt. <laughs> um, so let's say you're at an Arby's, you get a chicken sandwich. It's great, hmm. primarily because it the the chicken. Uh, has been dredged in flour, and then French fried. Oh, uh, kind of like a Chick Fil A, right? Very much like a Chick Fil A, and then some lettuce and mayonnaise goes on it. That's a great combination. I know, right? And then and you're it's like, simple. It's nice and simple. So, you, so you go to an Arby's, you get your roast beef sandwich, of course. Yeah, right. You have a little. And here's, I get I get three sandwiches and two ooh. potato potato cakes when I go to Arby's. Well, instead of potato cakes, I get Swiss cheese put on the sandwiches. Oh, that's nice. I, that's I nice. add Swiss, right? But uh, then you get a chicken sandwich as a kind of like taste sensation. It's for the table. It's just that you're the table. Exactly. So you got you're sitting in your car. You got three Arby's sandwiches and a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I, I hate that I relate to this. And you I gobble it so much. <laughs> you gobble the roast beef sandwiches. Because you you the last thing you want to do is get have those things get cold and then all of a sudden <laughs> You can't even imagine how much this is actually how I eat. <laughs> all of a sudden I'll once order a, an entree as an appetizer. Exactly. Once an Arby's sandwich gets cold, the the uh the the beef what we'll, we'll we'll call the beef right. for the sake of the argument here uh takes on the consistency and kind of mouthfeel of like um like the labia of a dead raccoon okay all right so it's it's sort of it's like a um, it's kind of
0: like a like a, like a, like a rodent labia steakum
1: yeah right okay
0: but oh, it's got steakum remember steakum steakums yeah. is those ones they are real skinny and they're frozen you throw them right into the pan and then they uh, they vaginate right in there.
1: I d I don't think I do remember Steak'em, but I think you've told me about Steak'em. And so I have a kind of You ever try a fluffer nutter? <laughs> steak'ems, steak'ems were pretty good and but they're
0: super duper cheap. They're basically they're like here's the thing. If you've have you ever seen like what a block we talked about this. We've talked about this. Jesus yeah, Christ. I know, the Arby's block. Which is gelatinous.
1: Don't tell me about the Arby's block. Don't let the I Arby's
0: block of- go to room temperature, or definitely don't let it go to a fucking Arby's temperature, or no. it's going to turn into, to like, lobial raccoon
1: gelatin. It's a gel. It's a gel. It's yeah. a gel. It's a hardened gel that is flash fried.
0: Yeah, and but- then you slice it. But the thing is, when you think about slicing a roast beef, you think about, oh, I have this big roast beef that I made. I'm going to slice that into slices from the integrity of the, the initial primary roast. Yeah. You gotta Not have the case integrity.
1: here. You got a beef integrity.
0: This is closer to like the cabinets on a vanity in a mobile home. That kind of particle board, except it's mm. particle beef.
1: Y- well, sure. You slice it with a laser or with a with like a sawzall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You slice. Well, yeah. That's exactly right. You slice. I think you. Sl- I think what happens is that you take a piano wire, and then you slice the gelatin with the mm-hmm. piano. Okay. But 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 my experience of the chicken sandwich. At Arby's, is that this thing is the best thing on the menu. The rest of the food at Arby's, you're taking your life into your own hands. You know it's, what you're doing. I mean, a, you, yeah, you a, know what you did. It's a bad you do know, know what you did, and you're a bad boy. And mm. you know that you're not gonna tell anybody you went to Arby's, uh-uh. you're not gonna tell your wife. You're not gonna put it on Pinterest. You're not gonna put it on Pinterest. You're not gonna go on Twitter and say, I went to Arby's. Uh-huh. Because you're going to get more comments than, at the, than the circumcision article in the New York Times, yeah. Uh, incidentally written by a Jewish guy who was like, full disclosure, this is part of my culture. Oh, we're coming back to circumcision. Don't worry about that. And then <laughs> there were all these comments that were like, vaguely anti-Semitic or like a little bit like, in some, in some ways it was, hey, all religion is, is, uh, is bunk.
2: In some oh, other ways, sure. You, you
1: get some of that in comments. Yeah. You're rubbing It turns into a briefcase. But my so I had this terrible, I had this terrible reaction, or this terrible moment of clarity where I was sitting in my car and I was following up my three Arby's roast beef sandwiches with my delicious chicken sandwich. The, the, that's really that's what you're looking forward to. This is a multi-course sandwich meal. That's right. I'm trying. I'm actually just plowing through these roast beefs mm-hmm. to get to the piece de resistance. Mm. And then I get to the pièce de résistance, and I'm enjoying it. And then I think of all the articles I've read about chickens, all the terrible. That's a a terrible time to think of that, John. It's the worst time to think of it because there is no good story of American chickens, and if there is, (laughs) if if American chickens have a good story, it is not at any point going to touch an Arby's. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I do, I do. They're getting their chicken. Right from Purdue, and it's coming to them probably in a pi- like literally in a pipeline, like the chicken arrives in a pipe, like a tap, right? Like it's
0: like you got those trucks that come and pick up your tallow grease. It's the opposite of that. They just they just have a hose, probably a six eight inch hose, full of quote Let's call it chicken for now. That they blow into the Arby's, <laughs> right. into
1: the containment facility. I cannot think that that is not true because remember the whole pink slime problem a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Well. Think about how many chicken breasts get sold every year versus how many breasts are on a typical chicken.
0: Oh, I've thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought yeah. about this with baby carrots, because baby carrots are a fucking scam. First of all, and you know, this is very quick. It drives me nuts banana baby carrots. Right, are basically big carrots that have been milled down to be small carrots. No, Truth is, really? Oh no, there's no such thing as a baby carrot. They don't No, make them. come on, they're taking those carrots out of the ground before they're ready. They put on a lathe. They put on a carrot lathe. It makes a little carrot. It's like a like a, what do they call it? Turno, turnout? Like with the French uh, French turning? It's like that, except the machine does it. But here's the thing: they're not even trying anymore. My my uh, my daughter eats tons of baby carrots, but they're not even trying anymore. They're just basically cutting off the ends, and they're still fat, and then they break open, and I hate it.
1: Oh, no. It's oh, awful. Really? There's well, There's so never what been are,
0: a good story I've written about an American carrot.
1: What do they do with the rest of the carrot?
0: Yeah, it's like Michael Stipe says. When you throw it away, where's away? Mm, soy bomb. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so did that, did that hinder your yeah, enjoyment?
1: Did. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I want to eat. Typically, I want to eat quality food. That has never been in a hose. (laughs) Theoretically. And and
0: if I... In my repose, I think about, hmm, mm, I wonder how I'd like to eat. If you're just sitting there, (laughs) it's been an hour since you ate, and you can have a nice, clear mind, you're sitting there looking at eBay and go, hmm, you know, uh, if I had my druthers, I would choose not to eat things that have been shot from a hose.
1: Yeah, that's right. You think, I want to be the... I want to be the person who is so bougie that he goes to the market, the public market, like he goes down to the farmers market, mm-hmm. where people are in butcher smocks and they have, they and they look like D Day from uh, Animal House. Oh, I love D Day! Right, so they've got a handlebar Here's my mustache favorite. and then they're, they're wearing a helmet. Right.
0: And you think they walk up to the first stall and just buy some fucking chicken? No, sir. They're going to no. check out every place, and they got a lot of questions. That's right. And the, Does this like, have gluten? Does this have dairy? Has this chicken ever been traumatized? Mm-hmm. What is? The, what was the name of this chicken?
1: What was it studying? Yeah. And then the guy behind the counter in the butcher's mock says, that, that chicken's name was Harold. Mm-hmm. And I per, I found him to be one of the better chickens in, on, my, on my, well, basically in my velvet-lined chicken pen. Mm-hmm. And I and I hand-fed him Hershey bars, and then you're like, I will pay $1,100 a pound for this chicken. Like I want to be that person who feeds his children only food that was grown by peasants in a on a mountainside. It's food you can stand behind. Food you can stand in front of. Food that you can stand next to with your arm around it and say, "Mom, Dad, yeah." This is the food that I brought home. You visit my kitchen anytime. You're gonna see Harold and you're gonna see the life that he's had in his in his velvet chicken kitchen. This exactly. is this is a chicken that's had a good life. What I don't wanna do is be driving down the street, seeing an Arby's, <laughs> and without any control of my limbs, pull into the drive-thru and before I can think about it, I order three roast beef sandwiches <laughs> and a chicken sandwich. Before I can even think about it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting I'm then I'm sitting in the parking lot or I rejoin the road, and you're I'm. Not, gonna...
0: You're not inside at one of those oh.
1: one of those tables with the connected chairs. No, 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 no. I don't want to go in. I don't want any horsey sauce. Oh, I just I don't because I because I, that requires that extra step of thought. I'm back on the road. I'm going 70 miles an hour, and I've got three and I've got a roast beef sandwich in my hand and a chicken <laughs> sandwich in my lap, and I'm not thinking about it. And I'm just I'm that's, just that's eat... mindful eating. I'm eating. I'm... <laughs> I'm eating this hose food. I might even be on the way to a dinner where people are going to serve me like blanched kale, and I'm like, I got to prep for this. I totally. I always eat before I go to dinner. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to cold tabbouleh and some blanched kale, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I've been lay disappointed
0: down. by too many quote unquote dinners yeah. where dinner is two hours after they said it was going to be, and I'm getting weird and I'm getting a headache. You get an Arby's on the way to dinner, and you're going It's like. It's like. It's like. Uh, it's like
1: you know, uh, doing your business before you go on a date. Same idea. Well, exactly. It's like laying down some covering fire before you send your platoon 100%. into the into the fucking jungle. Thank you for your service. So I, but I had this. I just had this terrible thought of these chickens, where they're where their little talons are growing into the cages, and they're pecking each other to death. And uh, no one. Every once in a while, somebody opens the garage door and hits them with a with a, like turns on a fire hose, but it's just cover, it's just, uh, hosing out, uh, antibiotics. Yeah. And you think, how did I get to, how did I get here? Yeah. Is there a lower place? I guess that McDonald's McNugget probably is lower down. It's the, it's the stuff that comes out of the chicken hose there at the end of the day, you know? Right. That was the innovation was the, the, the nugget
0: person figured out that all these other parts that we previously would just waste, there's a way to turn
1: these into something we give our kids with a, with a prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the prize isn't just the McNugget. Mm. You also get a little plastic thing in, in a plastic thing.
0: Well, it's not, it's not, it's not a good feeling. Um,
1: <clears throat> I, here um, you are. I mean, you're strong. You're hale and hearty. I do, I do fine. I do you've just been, fine. You've been eating, in some, in some ways, some people would say, pure garbage.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying year. to cut
1: down on the bread.
0: I, the garbage, the garbage protein. You know, I'm trying to be more advisable about. You know, the thing is, there's a fact in my life that I can't deny. I don't, I don't have a name for this. You could get paleo, Atkins. Those all have those are terms of art. I know that if I eat a lot more protein and a lot less of almost everything else except vegetables, I feel markedly better. Like within two days, yesterday morning, I had two cooked hamburger
1: patties for breakfast, and I had a great day. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I started seeing a doctor. Yeah, right. I went to the doctor one time. You, they uh, they worked on your sebaceous cyst. Well, before that, I went to the doctor one time. He he talked to me. He did that doctor thing where he was like, "You're a." He looked at the chart and he said, "You're a musician." And I was like, <clears throat> "That's right, doc." And He looked back at the chart and then he looked at me again, trying to make sense of it. Uh, but he, you know, he took my blood pressure. He asked me some questions. He he, you know. So this is, I went to the doctor one time and I went to the doctor two times and I went to the doctor three times. And <clears throat> at that point I'm in a Fuji song. Yeah. But, but I, but what I want, <laughs> <laughs> what I want. No, so I go to him and I want some reassurance, and I say, "Well, that's I why you to, go to the doctor." Sure, you want him to, t-, and he gave me plenty of reassurance. He said, "You don't have prostate cancer. You're just, you're just do getting you, but old." But you're,
0: you're also not looking for wow. I'm surprised you're you're uh, not more of an athlete because you're so fit. I want I want to hear you're mostly okay. Is what yeah, I want to hear. Yeah, sure.
1: It's exactly what you want to hear when you go to the dentist. It's like, well, your gums haven't receded that much. You could floss like, more, but you're mostly okay. I would take that every time. Like, oh, okay, great. I don't want to go to the dentist and have the woman say, "Well, your teeth are the color of coffee now."
0: I don't like, even care if they're if they're putting me on a course of chemo, God forbid. But yeah. if they went, what I I don't care how bad off I am, I still want them to say you're mostly okay. You're Here, t- mostly t- take okay. These, take these pills and show up for this appointment.
1: But so here's what the doctor says. I'm like, well, I try to, you know, I don't eat a lot of bread. I blah, blah blah blah, and he gets this look on his face. It's basically the look of somebody who's about to tell me that circumcision's bad. Yeah, and. Oh, wait a minute. I look, up, I look up on the wall, and there's a little body board in the shape of a of an infant made, made of molded plastic. It's the first time I've ever seen one of these. I've hmm. been to the doctor a a bunch. They got a molded baby figure? Here's a molded baby. It's like a gravy boat for babies. Hmm. And I look up at it, and I'm like, uh, he comes in, and I've been looking at this thing, and I say, Hey, Doc, you got to tell me, what is this little baby bucket? But like shaped, it's like a it's like if you were going to marinate a baby. I'm like, what is this thing? And he's like, oh, that's a circumcision board. You put the baby in the in the baby shaped bucket, Uh-oh. and then you can you can snip him. Oh. And then I look up and there is a there's a yellow stain in the pee pee area, mm-hmm. and I'm like, doc, that's gross. And he says, no 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 no, we use a yellow uh, it's kind of antiseptic. I'm looking at this
0: thing right now. This is horrifying. It, yeah. It's almost like a, like a Tex Avery baby-shaped thing yeah. with straps. Yeah, It, it looks yes, almost like, at first glance, it looks like something for child safety. Yeah. But it's you put a baby in it, and it's got Velcro straps. You strap
1: the kid into this thing that uh, looks maybe like a thing my daughter would mix her paints in. Exactly. It's except a little, it's a baby. It's kind of medieval-looking. The baby's not going to be comfortable in this place unless you lay down some, unless you put some fluff, fluffer nutter in there, and then they apparently hose hose the baby's uh, little pee pee down with some yellow disinfectant, uh-huh. and then whack, and it's he's got a special little little place for it, and he and he hangs it on the wall like it's a uh, like it's a clock, yeah, like it's up high. <clears throat> i <I'd clears> have <throat> never seen it before, so I say to him. After this conversation, I say, yeah, try to, you know, gluten and sugar and so forth. And he gets this look, this, like, this uh, vaxxer look, a doubter. And he goes, you know what? Oh, that's baloney. And I'm like, whoa, really? Really? Mm -hmm. But I knew he was going to say that because, you know, doctors don't know everything. Mm -mm. And uh, he says, yeah, I mean, you know, you eat what your body wants. If you want to you wants a bread? Eat it. I mean, it's not going to. You know, the number of people that are truly sensitive to gluten is this tiny fraction. Of oh, this is a triple. Turns out, I've heard that is totally true. Yeah, right. I've heard that.
0: I've, I've heard people say there's like one percent of the population has the celiac. There's a non-celiac. They're all incredibly rare. If you feel better not eating bread, don't eat bread. But but you don't have to make a thing out of it.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not. You don't have to bring your uh, your comfort animal on the on the plane. Just oh, because, yeah. just because you don't like being on airplanes, right? Did you see the woman that brought a, that? Yeah, if you haven't seen this, you're gonna love it. Woman brought a a full grown turkey. A comfort turkey. A comfort, comfort turkey. And she <laughs> had a pl- she had a plausible story. her Her husband died. She bonded with this turkey. That's nice because the you know the turkey brought her solace. Yeah, sure. And then she was going to go visit some relatives, and she just felt like uh, separated from the turkey. She was going to be a little bit when she got to. That's it's, it's a live turkey, right, John? It's a full live turkey, okay. which you know, and it had it it had its own seat on the plane. Huh. And there's some lovely photos of the tur the turkey, <laughs> uncomprehendingly looking out the window. <laughs> 30, I thought I couldn't. 30, I thought I couldn't
0: fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know a turkey. A turkey,
1: you know, a turkey can tell a lot to process, even for a comfort turkey. (laughs) I don't care if it is a comfort turkey. A turkey, a turkey's brain can distinguish (laughs) a a worm from a rock about sixty percent of the time, and and it's made to. It's a turkey's made to periodically eat rocks, right? Because that helps with digestion. Well, and all, yeah, right. And God knew, like, if I don't make it. If I don't make I'm con- gonna make this really simple for the turkey. <laughs> yeah. If I don't make a contingency within this turkey to periodically, it's not get it's a rock, not gonna learn about like
0: health shakes on its own. I should probably make it so that it'll periodically want to eat rocks. It's
1: gonna or just like accidentally eat rocks or look at a rock and go, bah <laughs> and so here's this turkey. And he's looking out the window of a of this airplane at thirty thousand feet, and I just am trying to picture what is going through his fucking turkey mind. Mm. And then you know the lady next to him's, I guess, giving him hugs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, do, you know, oh, no, she's got, she's comforting the uh, the turkey. They got maybe that gives her comfort, right? Yeah, sometimes that's she nice. Gives comfort that's really nice. Giving comfort. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying to teach my kid that, but she does not get it. I'm like, hey, give it's, that. Hard, it's hard to be depressed when you're helping another person. I
0: t- I've told my daughter that it's very true. If yeah. you're feeling sad, help someone else.
1: Oh, I want to. I want to try and. I want to suggest that to my own kid, who just recently has started to say, Daddy, why don't you move? <laughs> and like I'm, an on, like on,
0: honest question.
1: Yeah, honest question, I'm, Daddy. Why, why don't you just move? And I'm like, move to a different house? And she's like, no, move to New York. And I said, move to New York with you? No, I'll stay here with Mama. Oh, boy, that's a
0: that's a provocative question. Yeah, and I'm like, What was why? your answer? Did
1: you have a good reason? Well, I said, well, sweetie, I would you would i wouldn't be around then she was like yeah i know wow 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 wow. i'm like All she's right. thought about this i'm like you are you are you like running this by me to see what i do and she's like well i mean you know you don't have to be here Mm-mm. you could um you could just and i said would you want me to send you uh videos and she said mm, you could send nana videos oh and then every once in a while she's send trying to me. make this easy on you yeah i'm like right so my mom wants a video from me more often than my kid does is her that's her cosmology i'm like well all right maybe we're going through a thing right now where uh or maybe she just like realizes how superfluous daddies are yeah and she just wants to get down to brass tacks like look you're not you don't give me food any better than anybody else gives me food.
0: Does she get away with more with her other caregivers?
1: <laughs> Ooh, does she ever.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. This so inc- maybe that's it.
0: Okay. This includes the two primary auxiliary females? Or all, others?
1: All, all the, everybody else, everybody else in the clan mm-hmm. is uh, female except for like a step grandpa who's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful step grandpa. But uh, but he's one of those doting step grandpas who does the like gets down on the floor and plays cars with her for four hours. Mm-hmm. A thing that's like pretty, I mean, a pretty great effort for a 75 year old.
0: That's really boring. Uh,
1: um, and they don't. No, have, seriously. For a
0: person of our age, playing anything for that long is really boring.
1: Well, and here's they don't. They don't have. They have cars. They have toy cars up there at uh, grand grandparents' house, but they don't have little figures. Hmm. So they use marbles as people. So how, how do they coax the kid into being that creative? Beats me. They just start driving around with marbles in the cars and the little. My daughter won't marbles. play
0: with figures if they're not the same scale. Hmm.
1: Well, I agree you, with her.
0: You can't have the big Wolverine and the little Wolverine together.
1: No, unless there's unless there's a plausible story where the big Wolverine is the daddy and the little Wolverine is the baby. That's actually really sweet. She's never seen Doctor Shrinker. Boy, this is super interesting. And so she's she's got an exit strategy for you. It sounds like yeah, right. She is trying to shuffle me off to Buffalo. She's got the little she's got the hook, and it's coming from off stage. And I'm like, Mammy, Mammy. and they're like, Wonk. Da, da,
0: da, 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 yeah. da. and this is just what you know about now. You don't know what else could have been in the works for a while.
1: This is you're just hearing about it now. Who? Knows who knows where this idea got into her head, and who knows what she thinks is gonna happen. But the way she's thought it through, if daddy's out of the picture, then life is improved somehow. And I think it's improved by the fact that no one will ever say no again. Mm -hmm. But that's pretty sophisticated. You know, she's like she is she's got a vision board. And that vision board is covered with pictures of Miley Cyrus and no pictures of One Direction. If she has a Pinterest and it has one photo of you and you're on a plane with your comfort turkey. <laughs> exactly right. With my arm around a comfort turkey and an Arby's sandwich in my mouth. <laughs> and I'm going elsewhere. Right? Like, <laughs> like see you later. Don't let the doorknob hit you in the ass. Yeah. So I'm a little bit, <clears throat> I have to say, a little disconcerted because up until that point, I felt like we had a, we had a good arrangement, which was that uh, every time she did something bad, I said, no, but she's got it all figured out. Uh-huh. I think she's probably going to start planting this seed in, in other people in the family's minds. Wouldn't it be kind of good if daddy moved? Yeah, I mean,
0: and really, if it's if it's uh, as permissive an environment as you make it sound for, around other people, there's really there's just there's just one person here we need to get out of this scene. Yeah. He, he might yeah. be happier in New York with this turkey.
1: Well, and I don't, I'm not saying that it's necessarily permissive mm-hmm. as much as it is that there are no consequences. Oh, it's ramifications. Sure. So there are a lot of people saying like tisk tisk when she, for instance, throws a pudding. Oh boy, there's tisk tisking happening. There's even some, you know, there's even some sitting on the hard chair. But as soon as, <laughs> as soon as you guys do uh, sitting on the hard chair, well, there's, I mean, and the the chair isn't even hard, but I it's call it's hard it,
0: compared to other chairs, and I, it's known as the chair you sit in when something goes wrong.
1: Well, it's known as the hard chair. Oh boy, and I call it the hard chair just to reinforce, even though there's a cushion on it, to reinforce that they're sitting on this chair. This is hard times, mm-hmm. right? but. You know, if she's on the hard chair and she goes, oh, I'm, you know, my butt hurts or something. You know, it's, it's, she can get off the hard chair with no, you know, with with me. It's like we're sitting on the hard chair until oh, less she's than like her. she's like Otis the drunk. The keys,
0: the keys to the cellar right over here. She just grabs them. She says, I'm done being here.
1: Yeah. I mean, she knows that she can't do that within the first five minutes of being on the hard chair. But when we get yeah. to minute six, mm-hmm. she's already—you know—this th- is the thing. She's working an angle at all times. She's a negotiator, and that's she's, what a kid is. A kid is an angle-working machine. Yeah, she's just working angles. Yeah, and Daddy's like, "Listen, I'm not negotiating how many uh, jelly beans you're going to get after dinner, before we even sit down to dinner." Oh, brother John! You you know? Oh my goodness, this has become a problem for us. This is this is not a game I'm going to play. We're not talking about. We're not talking about what's happening after the thing that we're still struggling to accomplish. She's got grit. You know, she, she's got, she's got she's, somebody's going to write a New York Times article about her someday. She's got what it takes. She's got moxie. She's got moxie on the ball. And she's going to moxie her way right into some kind of, she's going to moxie her way right into get moving daddy out. And I was like, "What about Daddy's house? What if you never come back to Daddy's house?" And she's like, "That's eh, fine. I'd get, uh, you know, I'd probably get." You're going straight for the emotional appeal. <laughs> I'd get Ruby. I'd get. She says, "I get Ruby. I'd probably get, uh, you know, like basically Honk and Ribbon are already at Nana's. Mm-hmm. So all are these really, are these plush animals. No, they're dolls. Okay, like basically Ruby and uh, what Dolly." Maybe oh, Pooh, Pooh Bear would go, Uh huh. and then she. These, could, these are ones that mostly reside in your residence as as they are resident dolls at your house. These are my these are my dolls. I got a plan. I got a plan for you. And she would, you know, she would lock the door. Yeah, if she knew how, she would toss the key in the bushes, and she might like she might take some oil filled oil soaked rags and stuff them in the fireplace flue if she could get up there. Okay, here's what you do. All right. It could be one of the dolls at your house. It could be one of
0: the auxiliary dolls at another house. One of those dolls, you, you put it in the barn for a little while. You don't tell her, yeah. and she, she's then now she's looking for for Ribbon Butt or whatever. And yeah. you say, "Oh, you, oh, I guess I should tell you, uh, Ribbon. Ribbon uh, left from New York. Didn't leave a note. Roar. And now she's going to be all what? And you go. Oh, yeah. You sit on that hard chair. That's lost. Now you're feeling lost. Do you want me to leave now? Right. Uh-huh. Right. I if think- you're going to work the emotional angle, I think you got to really, you got to
1: get that wedge in there. Yeah, I think she would still say, yeah, go ahead. Hit the road, Jack. Mm. Because when you're gone, since you've been gone, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't have to do any bad Uh -uh -uh. things. Uh -uh -uh -uh. Since you've been gone, I can eat macaroni and cheese every day. I bet she's got a lot figured out. She does. First of all, I, I, I showed up late to a restaurant, and she was sitting there with my mom already just the 3 of us and she had already managed to order macaroni and cheese and get this goldfish crackers restaurants don't have goldfish crackers that's what i thought what but i'm like goldfish crackers marlo cost 1 cent <sighs> 1 cent for a grocery bag full of uh goldfish crackers it's not a thing we get at a restaurant we get a broccoli side at a hang restaurant hang on
0: hang on no, so you had a you had an item on your bill for goldfish crackers
1: or was yeah. it just they just brought by by so was it for the table? No, no, it's like a yeah, it's a giant bowl of tr of checks mix. No, it was uh it was like here's the kids' menu. You can pick an entree, an a side, and a drink. And before I even arrived at the table, she's like macaroni and cheese, goldfish crackers, lemonade. What? And your, my, your, your, your mother allowed that? My mom's just sitting there, just just like, ba-ba-da-ba-da.
0: There's nothing for your daughter to dislike in that. What's the point of doing a thing unless there's something for your kid to be opposed to? Thank you. Precisely. Holy shit. Right? Any, anything else? You want to go right on a fucking slide? Yeah, how about a milkshake? You how, want about, a mil- how about there's a few things on here. There's one thing you really enjoy, there's one thing you can tolerate, and there's one thing you hate.
1: That's going out to dinner. Thank and you. you sit still. You sit still with your hands in your lap like a gentleman. Yeah. And if you if you brought a little talisman of some kind, a yeah. little little tiny doll that's the size of a ladyfinger, yeah. you may you may keep it in your lap and quietly interact with it while we talk about the different routes we took across town to get there. Right. Which is you know, that's what my mom That's you helped.
0: and your mom. That's your that's your intercourse with uh, social intercourse with your mom. Yeah. So what, what route did you take? right you guys are big on the route talk yeah i want to and the thing is so should uh, so so should my daughter she should be Just, curious she should be perk up sit up sit up in that hard chair and listen listen to listen to the route talk
1: the thing is if you don't learn how to talk about routes what are you going to talk about when you're grown up oh everybody's gonna have an iphone you give them an iphone well yeah you still got to talk to people right i mean a little
0: bit at least oh it's important to learn small talk i'm not well, sure it, people learn small talk like they used to no, that? not even just small talk, but but yeah, it's, small talk is the wrong word because it's not exactly it. small talk. Is is the, the the fucking cashier at Safeway that I want to strangle who always wants to talk to me about my groceries? Oh, it yeah. makes me makes me insane. She comment yesterday. She commented on my shirt. She had questions about my shirt.
1: What, I put. What, I, what did she want to know? Oh, oh uh,
0: the pizza dog. Well, what's that? I said. I said, <laughs> which is what I always say. Trust uh-huh. me, very specific question. Oh, party tonight? And I go. <laughs> What what is pizza dog? Oh, it's just a thing on a shirt about a comic. I see. But so, you know, uh, she's not wrong to ask. She's wrong to ask. She's got completely untreated ADD, which is the wrong kind of thing. I don't like to diagnose people, John, but this woman, this woman is she's a dumpster fire as a cashier, and she's she's the worst. And she's all, she asks about I think they tell them at Safeway, they tell them ask people about their items and congratulate them on their selections. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, this minute rice is really good. It cooks in like a minute. Now, thank you. Oh, goldfish crackers. You know, kids love these. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's amazing. Um... So, but that's part of it. You know, it's an ugliness, but I do feel like there has to be, what's your word, Friction. There has to be a little bit of resistance. And, you know, I'm not great at this. I'm a very indulgent person. I'm a very indulgent father. But I also know that even if things go perfectly, there will always still be a breaking point. And I, the, a lot of those great times are because I want to have a good time too. Let's have uh, let's have a little more cake. Yay, one more Bob's Burgers. Hooray. But like, it's all going to end in tears. That's how it always ends. And knowing that, you, you're you not going going to forestall any child unhappiness and you're not going to create any child growth by creating an entirely conducive environment you have just said a mouthful (sighs) merlin yeah
1: yeah lemonade really somebody got it into her mind that lemonade was some sort of health drink
0: my daughter's had lemonade maybe thrice my daughter has still not had a coke or similar beverage she won't even she I, i almost got her to try iced tea once uh yeah she drinks milk she drinks water and then she drinks uh like a fair amount of hot chocolate i start
1: (laughs) well see
0: okay hot chocolate has become kind of a staple in the house and i'm not sure it's been a good move
1: i see how it is in your family (laughs) Uh, i uh i do not uh, she's never had a coke right but she i was drinking coke every day at her age oh my god i had so many cokes you're a big pepsi drinker uh you know i took the pepsi challenge once yeah I was on a uh, I was on a hovercraft.
0: Uh, you're you're on, you're on a hovercraft when somebody offered you the Pepsi challenge.
1: I was on a hovercraft. Were you drinking at the time? I was drinking at the time. And i passed out on boats times before, right? I have passed out on 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 ferry boats. Yes. Okay. Uh, but this is a this was a hovercraft. I did not pass out on it. Okay. Uh, and I'm walking around. It's a big hovercraft. And. Someone says, Hey, you want to take the Pepsi challenge? And I'm in a different country, right? That should be evidenced by the fact that I am on a hovercraft. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Red flag also, you know, every, every,
0: uh, all those, all those are distilled. They're made differently regionally everywhere.
1: Oh, sure.
0: The Coke and Pepsi you have one place is not the Coke and Pepsi you have somewhere else. Sure, sure, also, sure. That also, also Mexico. Mm
1: hmm. Well, and they have, you know, they're made out of different water, right? So if sure. you're made, if it's made out of Coke water, if your Pepsi's made out of Coke water, right, it's going to taste like it's been filtered through a dead raccoon. That's right. You see, you
0: have your oh, because Dasani uh, is owned by Coke, isn't that right? Mm. Or is that Bacardi? What am I thinking mm. of? That? Yeah, it's Bacardi. Bacardi. It's Bacardi water. Everybody's but, owned by Belgium now. So, oh, that's right. Belgium owns uh, America beer. Belgium owns America. I just learned that on uh, John Oliver.
1: So I'm going through this. Uh, I'm going through this hovercraft. A, uh, a girl says would you like to take the pepsi challenge Uh. and i'm like listen toots (laughs) i'm a i'm a usa american born and bred yeah i can tell a pepsi from a coke (laughs) and she and her like a friend are like how is that right you can tell a pepsi from a coke (laughs) What's all this then? <laughs> well, why don't you step up and do the Pepsi challenge then, USA American? And I'm like...
0: <laughs> you woke up in a bathtub full of ice
1: cubes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm feeling pretty confident. Um, and I take, I take a little bit of the, uh, of the Pepsi. And without even taking... A drink of the coke i'm like boom that's pepsi
0: i can tell i can tell from the smell
1: mm. i can tell diet diet coke from coke just from the smell of the just effervescence from, oh absolutely you can smell the effervescence so so the girl goes she's a little impressed right and she's like well take a little drink of the and you know and she is she her accent is basically bob odenkirk uh, doing a British accent, <laughs> she's got a chimney sweep accent. <laughs> take, a, take a drink of the, of the other one and see if you t- does not confuse you. And I, touch and the uh, pad. <laughs> 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 and uh, and <laughs> and so I smell the effervescence and I'm like, it's Coke, it's Coke, toots. And I was right. And I was like, you know, I basically took my my uh nickel plated pistol out, dropped it on the floor because I didn't have a microphone. Yeah. And said, USA America.
0: Don't bang, mess around with
1: me. Cheeseburger, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang cheeseburger. <clears throat> don't mess one. around with me. And uh, you know, and I, you know, I stepped off that hovercraft on the other end. Yeah. And I uh, felt pretty confident until I ordered sp- spaghetti in a restaurant and they cracked a raw egg on it. And then mm. I was like, "Boy, I'm right back to square one here." Boy, I just don't understand places. My co- my confidence just went right out goodness, the window. Goodness, of this, all the things you could choose to do on a given day. This is this is something I wasn't prepared for at the time. Is it? Was it? They think it was a Caesar salad. They got confused. No, no, no. They're, they'll crack a raw egg on anything in Cal- in Calais. It's a raw egg. A raw egg. Jesus <clears throat> so it's some hot food. <clears throat> well, so and I started to practice this technique. After I got accustomed to it, um, take any kind of hot food. Yeah, name a hot food. Um, let's see. Uh, how about lasagna? Crack a raw egg on. You it. crack a raw egg right on the lasagna. Here comes the lasagna. It's steaming hot. Lay it down, and then as the flourish. You, you put it down in front of somebody they're like they, they they pull up their chair they tuck their napkin into the front of their shirt they're like mmm, they got the the fork in one hand the knife in the other hand like one of those uh one of those drawings of oh, a, like a a drawing of a hungry child a, or a drawing of a fat guy uh, a, that used to hang in the lobby of a fancy restaurant oh sure like a like, like, like a guy on a barbecue sign exactly and you're sitting there like ready for this lasagna and then as the flourish Crack. you as the server with one, one-handed one crack, right? Sure. Well, that's the beauty of that kind of affectation is that as you do it, you at
0: once perplex everybody about what the fuck you're doing, but mm-hmm. you do it with such ease mm-hmm. and elegance that it becomes clear that this is just a thing you do all the time. Just like, kapow. This is
1: not a weird thing. Hey, everybody, check me out. I'm putting an egg on here. No. I, I just ordered a pepperoni pizza for the table. It the arrived, table. and then before anything else happened... Boom, crack a raw egg right on it. <laughs> do you mind if and, I egg it? And they'll do that too. They'll do that in in Italy. Uh, you get one of those little thin crust uh, Neapolitan pizzas and they, and it shows up at the table and you're like, "Ah, look at this." Calais, is that the like the French coast? Yeah, that's the French coast. Okay. But See, all across uh, Europe, yeah. I mean, they don't do it in Germany. In Germany they throw a hard-boiled egg on it. Oh yeah. Uh, because it's much more efficient to boil the egg separately. But in these uh, in the <laughs> in the Latin countries, the Mediterranean countries, they're mm. going to put a raw egg on it. If you if you got an Arby's chicken sandwich, they'd take the bun off, boom, crack I'll, a raw I'll egg. L and voila. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Jeez, I don't know, man. Uh, that's got to be now. How many times has your daughter confronted you on how you should move? Just just the
1: one time? No, this just began. Okay, but once she got it going. You know she's five years old, and I do and whatever her humor is on the spectrum, like she understands if I say that we're gonna move and live in a garbage can that I am joking and that it is somewhat funny right, but I don't think she's joking when she says, "Daddy, why don't you move to New York?" I think she's thought it through and 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 it seems. It not only seems reasonable to her, but it also seems reasonable to her that she might suggest that, and I would go,
0: oh. oh. Be- because it's been on your mind or because it absolutely hasn't been on your mind? Well, in her, So in other words, is she is she just saying, look, look, you've probably been thinking about moving to New York. That's okay. Or more like, oh, no, I'm living this charade and ruining my daughter's life.
1: Maybe I should move to New York. Yeah, right. Like, get, It's like... It's, a, it's not a situation where she wants to collect the insurance. No, not yet. But, but it is a situation where she's trying to get the – she's getting the stickler out of the, out of the equation. Well, OK. But, the, but there's nothing funny about it, right? Like if she were
0: eight years old – Well, no, because really absurdity and cruelty are all that delights a child. And surprise, surprise, surprise! Nobody expects no a uh, surprise and 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 cruelty and absurdity and uh, you know uh, absurdity is a kind of surprise. Yeah, you can delight a child for a very long time if you can if you can riff absurdly.
1: And can I rip, riff absurdly? Oh, it's. I'll just do it for twenty minutes. She's got. She's begging for more absurdity. Well, you know what? We've got two hundred episodes of us riffing on absurdity. It's
0: kind of my strong suit in a lot of ways. Well, here, let me ask you this: if we're going to talk about this like a real topic, let me ask you this. Because here's the thing that we noticed from very, very early on, as the two parents of a child, Uh, and I I imagine this has happened in most. You know. (laughs) I don't want to say two-parent uh, households, but any anywhere where there's more than one person who deals with the child is they run hot and cold with different people in their life. I can tell you that within a given week, there's a, there's three different pariahs a week at my kid's school. Uh huh. You know, and uh, for all I know, sometimes it's her. But there's some where she's like, "Oh no, no, this 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 kid!" Like, "Oh man, we almost had to do a takedown. Like this kid really flipped out." And if you like, look the, around the room and you can't see the pariah. You're, you're the you're the pariah.
1: You're the pariah.
0: But, okay, so cards on the table. I think, at least with our kid, I'll say for myself that she mostly runs, you know, fairly warm with both of us. But there will be a period where like, even over the starting, like in the afternoon, there'll be a flip. And for the next two days to two weeks, she's way more about this person than that person. Uh-huh. But it does change. It isn't though. It isn't as though like I'm always the goat and she periodically loves lo- mom a lot more, but not me. Sometimes she's just really not into mom. And, uh-huh. and I, I can do no wrong. There's no telling when it happens, why it happens, but she'll just suddenly be way more into one of us. All right, do you yeah. get
1: that? Oh, yeah. That, I think that's what's going on. I think we got a situation where she's trying to establish that she likes mom, and she's trying to establish that she's successfully establishing that by going all the by going the whole hog, yeah, and saying not not only do I prefer mom, I prefer her enough that you can go, you can get out. You're right. just taking you're just taking up you're taking up space in mom's uh, imagination. Yeah, it's almost like
0: when I was a little kid. Uh, You know, um, I remember this very clearly with my grandmother. I, I would say, could you please pass the salt? She would always pass me the salt and pepper. I'd say, Grandma, I've never eaten, eaten pepper in my life. And please she'd say, it doesn't matter. Please, please. please. They, uh, because the thing is, and I actually still do this today. If somebody asked for the salt, you had on the salt and pepper because that's, that's the polite thing to do, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The thing is, though, it, uh, I always wanted the salt. I never wanted the pepper. I don't think that's the situation here. I think you're both a different kind of salt. It's just that I, does there always have to be one who's up and one who's down? Yeah. You get maybe an afternoon where your kid likes both of you.
1: Well, well, you know what? I'm going to work this out with her and, uh. You, you
0: got to mess with this kid. You, you, have got, you've got to show her some things. You've got
1: to give her a little, you know what? You should just do a full on Christmas carol on her. I, I feel like what I'm going to do is I'm going to get down in her crate. Yeah. And I'm going to say. This, this is my is, crate. This is my crate. <laughs> yeah. Gibson learned. You live here
0: because I let you live. You serve at my pleasure, madam.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: I, uh, circumcision came up on a show the other day. I want to see on Gilmore Girls. We're real deep on Gilmore Girls right now. And uh, Circumcision came up. And I had to kind of explain what Circumcision was. Now, here's the thing for me. Is I'm Gilmore
1: a, Girls still a contemporary television show?
0: Um, It's about 10 or 12 years old it came on. Yeah. But it's a very good show. Is it and, being filmed still? Oh, I mean? there's a new Netflix Netflix I think is doing another season of Gilmore Girls with most of the original
1: cast. Oh.
0: Yeah, that's it's, it's a sweet show. Um, I like it a lot. And but anyway, uh what was my point? Oh yeah, not, to, not to, to interrupt
1: on. you again, but I feel like yeah. uh, The Long Winters had a song on Gilmore Girls. They had a lot of excellent
0: bands. I will find out right now. I have a place that I can go and find this out. There were some Pernice brothers on the yeah. last one. Yep. Grant Lee Pernice Buffalo appears as a character on the show. Uh, oh, Death Cat for Cutie on the OC. I remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was a real, real career maker.
0: You were like the cheap trick of Live Journal. You guys were everybody's <laughs> second favorite band. Everybody had different first favorite bands, but you were everybody's second or, or so favorite band. Yeah,
1: second or so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh. I don't see it here but that sounds right that seems like
1: see you were in a car commercial right you're, you're yeah. in a beer commercial e, well we did that we did that wonderful beer commercial where they said where they said this was you know this was post post indie rock consensus that it was okay to take filthy lucre mm-hmm. but not all the way to like beer right um, because you know it's like taking it's like taking money from uh like right to lifers or something, you know, beer. You don't want to take money from beer. <laughs> and so. John Renners. <laughs> John Roderick like Cyclone B. Exactly. And so. It's uh, a yeah. gas, gas, gas. Boo. Boo. You, you, uh, you are bad. Have you seen Son of Saul? You should feel bad. Have you seen Son of Saul? Is that the Breaking Bad spinoff? No, we'll come back to that.
0: Um, was but, it a uh, Cooper Mini? What were you? You were in a car commercial, and oh, then yeah, somebody the offered
1: you. Yeah, the beer commercial was the best. It, it was uh, a Good
0: Morning Fire Island. Was that in a commercial? Yeah, dun, that dun, was. Dun, dun. That
1: was in the uh, the Fiat commercial. Fiat. Fix it but, again, Tony. But the well, I, you know, I, my first car was a Fiat. I know. Uh, but the beer commercial, like they went the whole hog, they paid me all the money and then they decided to go a different direction and did some other kind of beer commercial. Why can't you get more of those? Did I tell you that a beer company reached out to me to write a song for them? (laughs) And I went ahead and did it, uh, without spending too much effort on it, but I liked the result. It was weird. Uh, Oh, it was no, it wasn't for a beer commercial. It was Crown Royal. What Crown Royal contacted me and said, "Will you write a song for Crown Royal?" Our our advertising uh, idea is Crown Royal is the like high class drink for lower middle class dudes because you know it comes in a bag and stuff. Oh, do it's you, like like Moosehead. Do you, yeah, do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> it comes when, in a little drawstring bag. Yeah, I remember when Crown Royal was like the fancy one? If Absolutely. You, if you showed up at a at an after party at a junior prom, what is that? And you is that, a, is that a blended
0: Royal? Scotch? Is that
1: what that is? I guess. Hmm. I mean. I mean, you remember when Bushmills was the good stuff, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, those things, I don't know if Bushmills is still considered the good stuff, but, uh, but Crown Royal. Oh, it's Canadian whiskey. It's a blended Canadian whiskey. Crown Royal. Mm-hmm. So they reach out and they're like, Two Look, strikes right there. We want to make this, we're advertising Crown Royal to like working guys, but it's the fancy shit for working guys. And so our theme, our motto is for every king, a crown. Mm. Right? And mm-hmm. they're like, we want a song that says for every king, a crown. That's like a malt liquor level hat. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like they're, uh, for every king, a crown, and then a then a bull comes out. Let's of the... forget about it until tomorrow. <laughs> Bro- <laughs> for every king a crown there's a bunch of guys with like wiping their hands on greasy rags and then somebody throws some shot glasses out and they're like ready I'm taking the whiskey out of the bag <laughs> and then and then the velvet bag we're going to use it for something else we're going to keep our dungeon you know. dice <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be where we keep our our prototype our uh you know our our scrape scraper tools <laughs> so uh so I write this tune I'm down in my basement and I'm like forever king, the crown. <laughs> and I'm getting all like, and I do this tune that I think is pretty, I mean, it's it's really on the nose, but I'm pretty proud of it. I'm like, hey, I wrote that song for Crown Royal. Let's hope they back up the money truck. And so I send it off to him. Uh, I don't, what What is it? I don't wear a something in my something, but I got a boo on my truck. I don't remember what I said. Something great. <laughs> okay, and uh, and then uh, and then I end with the you know forever king a crown bomb. Never hear back from them.
0: Not- in my head, it's reminding me a little bit of the Brown song you remember that yeah here's the good friends tonight, tonight is kind of special. special the beer we'll
1: pour must say something more somehow oh, wow. you remember the second verse tonight, i always go tonight is kind of special tonight let it be low and brown
0: <laughs>
1: every king a crown <laughs> every king a crown tonight tonight is kind of special so never hear back from. Them. I don't even get a thanks. I don't even get like, wow, that's amazing. But just kind of not where we're headed right now. Like any one of those things would have made me feel pretty good about myself. Nope. That's weird. Yeah, just like the you know thanks for your not even a thanks for your. Service. It on, well,
0: was it on spec or did they give you like a down payment for it? No, it totally, was just like, totally spec.
1: It was like throw <laughs> us a tune. About every king of crown, and uh, if we decide to give you Oh, weak sauce, weak sauce, crown royal. If we don't decide, then you're just and the the, here. The crazy thing is, I don't even know if they went. I don't even know if they went anywhere with this king of crown Hmm. uh, thing. I don't even know. I mean, I never saw any crown royal. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm probably not watching the Mike Rowe Dirty Jobs show. Hmm? Hmm? Oh yeah, it looks like they did it. They did it. Every King crown, of crown. 2009? Yep. Well, maybe you should listen to that song and see which one they picked. It's probably you know. not as good as mine. Probably Death Cap, huh? No. Uh. That's, that's not the ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I cring a crown. No. That's not the direction. <laughs> My day began. <laughs> I'm feeling down. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Every King. Yeah, the thing is that the, the whole premise. That a working guy is a king in his own house is not a Death Cab premise. (laughs) You know what I mean? That is not where they're coming from at all.
0: Someone else is wearing my crown now. Yeah, Death Cab would be like, I looked inside the
1: cupboard. Someone else's crown (laughs) was there.
0: Was there. I like those Coca-Cola ads. Used to be uh, time was every time we go to the movies there'd be Ben Gibbard uh, singing a Coca Cola ad. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, that was nice. I I'd, thought, say, I'd
0: say to my daughter, I said, "You remember you met that man? He came to our house that day, and she would looked at me like I was nuts. You are nuts, but here's a question. He wasn't real talkative that day.
1: No, he had he was had other things on his mind. Yeah, he, he's a good looking guy though. Very, he's tall. This Very is the tall. thing. You, you know when you see a when you see a rock musician who's like tall. Yeah. It's always kind of shocking because oh, so it, many rock musicians are small.
0: It, so all often small. Now, was the other person there? I'm trying to remember. Was the other person there the guy who's in house whose house I insulted, whose life I insulted? Was he the other guy there? Uh, no,
1: Chad. Chad was Chad there. Chad from the showbox. Yeah, you never insulted Chad's house. I know, insulted the other guy's house. Yeah. Uh, But uh, let me ask you a question. You know that when you go to the movies now and they show the little red balls and there's the red ball that's sticking the straw in the giant Coke.
0: Yeah, and they try to make the red balls like represent, oh, this is a
1: slasher movie. He's wearing a Jason mask. You got romantic balls. Right, romantic balls. You got all the balls that represent all the different kinds of balls. Yeah. And there's only one girl ball. All the other balls are either Clearly, boy balls, or they are somewhat genderless balls, but basically, like yeah, basically, they, they represent as boy balls. Yeah, as in the in a in a situation where you are uh, you're talking about like uh like sort of human balls. Yeah, humanized balls. You're going to say that a ball that isn't repping as a girl ball is going to be like a genderless ball is by definite or by default. A boy ball. hundred percent, yeah. And so there's all these boy balls and then the one girl ball that's kind of right in the center. Like a smurfette. It's basically smurfette. It's the smurfette of of, uh, movie balls. Movie balls, yeah. But I have to confess, and I wonder if you've had this experience or if any of our listeners have, that I find that uh, girl ball very attractive.
0: I almost always find the single
1: girl anything very attractive. Yeah, right, Smurfette's pretty hot, but mm-hmm. this this girl ball, she just seems, you know, she's got a little she's got a just got like a little bit of high maintenance hair. Uh and you know, she's got she just seems like fun playful play ball. Yeah, she just seems like a ball you could hang out with. Doesn't she's, take herself too seriously as a ball. Yeah, but cute, right? Mm-hmm. Like cute as hell. Yeah. So I like she's sort of become the Tinkerbell for me. Of, oh, yeah. Of like when I go to the movies, I'm kind of waiting to see her. And I'm trying uh, to find some
0: good pictures here. There's not a lot there. A- AMC has very, very confusing. Their stuff is getting more and more confusing as a, as, a, as a whole, like pre roll thing. Their whole the like the forty uh, previews. You mean? Well, they try to be cute, so they give you safety information, but in a cute way. It, it's it's super annoying. It's not quite at the level of the Virgin uh, safety. Cause video. tonight. <laughs> Oh, here she is. Like I can see the back of her head here. She's got kind of red hair. She's got like maybe big mm-hmm. earrings. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's her. There so, she is. So, like,
1: I'm wondering if you can rule 34 her,
0: Mm-hmm. right? There's probably because some fanfic about that ball.
1: There's got to be some rule 34 about her, and I would like to see it now that I think about it.
0: We should reach out to our audience. If may if out there is making some, uh, some weird porn about uh, Red Ball a specific yep. red ball. Yeah, but you got to capture her essence, right? You can't just make uh you can't you can't screw it up, right? Because She's she's puckish. She's go she, along get along. She's got her own mind about things.
1: But she's ball-shaped and she doesn't have any eyes. That's right? true. So so how you <laughs> capture how do you capture her sexiness with no body and no eyes? She's a she's such a visual uh uh ball. And maybe no nose. You know what I think I'm responding to? It's the hoop earrings. Yeah. If you put a hoop earring on somebody i immediately think that i'm watching west side story
0: oh yeah you're thinking of uh,
1: of uh, of oh,
0: brother she's right. in a current ad right now Rita. she looks fantastic she's amazing she's in uh, three latinas are singing in this commercial and she looks she looks terrific i
1: love her she's
0: amazing she's truly great i heard her on an episode of latino usa not too long ago and she's still she's still a, a, she's a pistol
1: do you listen to latino usa ah uh, uh,
0: I don't want to say. You know, we're going to build a it's wall. A, it's a low point in my Sunday. When, it, uh, when, when Latino, because there's such a great role on the weekends on KQED. Latino, yeah, it's still okay, mm-hmm. but like it's, you know, it's, it's the show of news and cultura. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you say news in Spanish too? You know?
1: Well, uh, uh, news? What is news in Spanish?
0: El News? <laughs> I bet you cultura is a term of art. I bet it means a thing. Sure. No, it's fine, but Maria Inosa. I see. Yeah, no, I listen to that. I listen to that. Um, so, um,
1: yeah, if anybody out there has any uh, any ball fiction, you know, I, because the thing about I don't want to get too. I know you don't like to get too graphic or talk about sex. I don't care. But what but I'm explaining
0: circumcision, my daughter. I can go anywhere at this point. What's
1: the number one sex thing you do with a ball?
0: Uh, you got uh, you got ball gags. You've okay, got uh, okay. balloon. You got balloon people. Some people, there's you know, there's balloon people. What do they do? Balloon people. Uh, well, are you curious? Well, yeah. Some people like it when ladies pop balloons. Uh, some people like people inside of balloons, and some people are just very into balloons being rubbed on their body.
1: Like a John Travolta
0: size <laughs> balloon? No, no, no. Not a bu- not a bubble.
1: More of a oh, balloon. I was thinking that you were going to say they put an uninflated balloon inside their rectum and then inflate it. A balloon, a butt balloon. A butt balloon. Think about that. If you don't want to put something that's already big, something that's the size of a rounded-off bong...
0: Even if you get something that is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, not graded, Uh, what's the word, Uh, tapered, even something tapered could still be challenging... But balloon can be a, that's a, that's a that's a that's a friendly
1: way to uh, enter the mansion. So take yes right. So take a balloon. Okay. Put it around a pencil. Yes. Right, because you're going to need something. Yeah. Then stick the balloon up there with the pencil, kind of like a uh, kind of like a ramrod in a cannon. Mm. Right. You put the balloon all the way in there, yeah. and then you get some kind of apparatus, maybe or, or a like, friend or a friend. May, well, you need a friend, but you like, get somebody to blow it up for you. Imagine uh, you've got one of those frosting bags. Right, a white bag that you would oh, use to put a frosting, frosting bag. Yes. put frosting on a wedding cake, you fill it with hot pudding. But well, I don't even need the balloon if you've got the frosting bag. Well, wow. no. Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly, Whoa. right? Whoa. You're the cupcake now. Well, think of, think of the, your Lemmy winks. We'll call, it, call it cupcaking. And all of a sudden, tidal wave. Of- Are you saying this because of the photo that I sent you? Oh uh, no! I'm saying this because I'm thinking about that little girl ball yeah. and what possible uh, use she could be. She's shiny. Men are attracted to shiny things. Is
2: that li- true? We're,
0: we're, we're, oh, you kidding me? Are we like? Uh, are we like crows? Like crows? We like. I think we like symmetry. We like shininess and we like red. Uh, this feels very gender
1: normative <laughs> to me.
0: Yeah. Well, know. Uh, I, I think it's just, cause that's just, that's just, that's just, uh, that's
1: just an observation. So Did now you, this, this thing that you sent me oh, now. Are you is, seeing that thing that I sent you? No, it's some kind of link that requires that I log into Skype and I'm using Skype right now. I know. This but, is like me watching HBO now and I have to watch ads for
0: HBO on the HBO that I'm paying for before uh, I could see the show on HBO. Uh,
1: Go Google for a uh, bunch. O Balloons. Uh, Google for Bunch O Balloons. Yeah. What, uh, for. Because this is something that. You we, mean F O R or F O U R?
0: Mm, go to Google. <laughs> yeah. And type Bunch O Balloons. Bunch. This is something oh. we got in our house this weekend. And I have a feeling this is something you might want to go buy like today. All right. Okay. Can you see what it looks
1: like? No. Oh, shit. I. Put I put bunch of balloons into some sort of search window in Skype, oh, boy. and it just came up. It just told me to log in. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Don't go to Skype. Go to the internet on your computer.
1: Here I go. Can, Here I, go. <laughs> <you> can,
0: <laughs> I remember the first time I met someone who used oh. Yahoo as their browser bar. Uh, so bunch you, of
1: balloons. You it? Search. You see right, it? Now I see official bunch of balloons as seen on TV. You just go look at images of it. Jesus
0: Christ, John, how do you get anything accomplished?
1: Okay, images. Here we go. Uh, oh. Yeah. Whoa. So here's what you do. They're like fat corpuscles, but made of balloons. That's exactly right. But here's what you do.
0: You see how it's got... So basically what you're looking at here, it looks, you know, roughly not, not an octopus, but it looks like a multi-tendril beast. It's basically 30... I think it's something like 33 tubes, at the end of which is a little balloon with a rubber band on it. You hook this thing up... To a hose or to your tap, one hose, a single. You turn hose. it on, and in less than a minute, you have about thirty water balloons. And they don't require that you tie them off, or they do. No, here's what they do. You ready? Yeah. They pop off and sealed themselves, and now you've got water balloons. What? It's incredible. We blew through like sixty of these yesterday. Oh my god! Isn't this what? the greatest thing? And I got it at Walgreens. It was ten bucks at Walgreens, and it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Why do I not have this already? There, you need to you get can... this today. Think about how many things you could do differently if you could know you're always a minute or so
1: away from having like thirty water balloons. So for fourteen ninety nine, you can get a hundred of these that f- you can fill up a hundred of them in less than a minute. That's what they say.
0: I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's if you're really working at scale. But like, if you're having a kid's party, you get one of those big bins, right? Uh You just run the hose, and you can have like just a few hundred water balloons in no time. Now, I know what people are saying. Yes, it's latex. Yes, it's bad for the environment. Yes, a baby could choke on it. But
1: for a grown-ass man to be able to have these kinds of balloons at scale... Think about if you were stuck in a hotel room. Think about if you were eight years old and you were stuck on the 14th floor From of the. From your mouth to floor. God's ear. If only there a way to get hundreds of paper airplanes, you could set on fire. If you could set a hundred paper airplanes on fire, would that be better or worse than a hundred little <laughs> tiny water balloons? Because you could wait until a whole group of businessmen were coming down the sidewalk, and then just dump the whole lot of them, and it would be water balloon, and they would achieve terminal velocity. Right, so they would hit these guys with a lot of prejudice. But mostly and they'd be a nuisance and not deadly. Not deadly, but all these Thank guys... Thank God for air-
0: terminal velocity. This is why cats can fall so far, it turns out. Terminal velocity. Terminal velocity.
1: Phila- Philomole. W- w- doesn't this look like fun, though? Don't you want to get this? I want to get them, and I want to find a cannon that will shoot them. Do you think oh. if you put one of these inside a t-shirt cannon that it would explode by the force of the cannon? If it was underinflated mm. and maybe had a slightly tighter rubber band, I bet it would do fine. So you you have to find <laughs> the exact amount of water to put in one of these that will mm-hmm. enable it to survive a t-shirt cannon? They, they get to be about the size of uh, like an infant's heart. They're not huge, but they're pretty right. good sized. An infant's heart? Yeah. That's fairly small. Yeah, a toddler heart. Okay, toddler heart. Mm-hmm. I know exactly how big those are. <laughs> you have it with your uh, chicken sandwich. Yeah, basically, chicken sandwich, and you crack a toddler's heart right on it. Well, if I could have a toddler's heart for the table, please? The, 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 the thing about these, though, is that if, if they're too underinflated, right, they're going to hit the businessmen at terminal velocity <laughs> and, and bounce. They're not, and they're not going to break, they're going to knock them out.
0: The first set that we did was underinflated, and they did bounce a lot. Yeah, but they finally broke hmm mm-hmm. I'm going to get some more today.
1: They're really, really fun. The, the, the fact that you have this a- Amazon Prime. No,
0: I'm going to Walgreens. Believe it or not, it turns out I think they're a little cheaper at Walgreens.
1: Oh, yeah, I bet they are.
0: hmm hmm Best thing I ever bought at a Walgreens. Better than, the better than my cape? No, I didn't buy that. You did. Oh, right. You still have your cape? Of course. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see you wearing
1: that again. I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a sext.
0: Oh, is that how that works? I, I'm not even sure I completely understand what a sext is. I only know it from jokes. Well, you wouldn't because
1: of your married status. Okay. Right? So you're, oh, not,
0: you're saying, uh, congratulations to Hakuna Matata, you're doing well not getting sex. You say I'm doing it right.
1: Yeah, or, or
0: yeah, right. I mean, you're just like, why it, would you need a sex? That would be kind of creepy, right? To
1: you. Get, to, for me to be getting sex from somebody, there's there's no way that's not creepy, right? That, so there's a lot of talk about this, but... But I think the consensus is that it's that you would be cheating or, or, you, you know, lust in your heart, a Jimmy, Jimmy Carter type situation.
0: Yeah. Lust in your heart. Precisely. But is a sex. What is a sex? Do you say to somebody, Hey, uh, let's go have intercourse. Is that a sex or do you say my boobies are hot right now or something like what, is, yeah. what, is, what makes a sex the sex?
1: I think there's a whole, there's a whole lot of it's a, it's a range, but mm. I think definitely it's like dirty, it's, but it's dirty talk. It's dirty talk, or yeah, or, or uh, I think if you say like, "I bought a bag of balloons." Come on over. I, I bring, don't th- bring your bring your pastry squeezer. I don't even think you need the come on over. I think you can oh. sext with somebody who lives in France. Oh, so you don't actually have sex to have a sext? No, but it's like it a is, phone sex thing. It's like a phone sex thing, but it is sexy enough that I think it transgresses the line of what have you? Oh, hi, honey. What are you doing? <gasps> And then you right. look over their shoulder and you're like, you bastard. Yeah. because And you're like, no, she's in France. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, right, right, right because you're having some kind of you you know you're given having that I don't context. really
0: know what a sext is I think I'm probably safe unless I'm doing it without realizing it. I might be like when I send you things like last night okay for example I sent you four text messages mm-hmm. yesterday afternoon right in a row about our episode we're doing today you, were you wondering at all why I was able to type that quickly you might have wondered how did Merlin type these four paragraphs so quickly i can tell you cuz i had accidentally uh, sent them to my wife first and she uh-huh. said, did, did you think I was one of the Johns? And I said, Yes, I did think you were one of the Johns. I'm uh-huh. very sorry. And then you just straight Co- up copied copy, and all paste, four. copy and paste. Copy
1: and paste. So now, wait a minute. Do you communicate with John Syracuse the same way you do me in the same lexicon? If you sent him a text and you sent me a text, you wouldn't be able to distinguish between them? It was
0: just the wrong, as I say, the wrong window. I communicate about two to four times as much with John Syracuse as I do with you. Oh, really? Oh, we, because you guys have like a bromance. I have a bromance. I don't think he does. Oh, he's I too rational to have a bromance. I, I, you, know, I, he's, you know, he's somebody, you know, we'll just be texting each other. He's, he's like one of, my, one of my, you know, relatively few friends. I see. But, I don't, I don't you,
1: have a lot of friends, John, and I don't know how to sext. And, he, and you and I are past the bromance phase where you're sending me, like, texts in the middle of the night. That You want to like, bring this up? Because I'll talk what? about it. I'll
0: talk oh, yeah. about it. You're oh. a fucking minefield to text with. I, I get scared. I don't want to do it wrong. You'll get oh. mad if I do it wrong. Well, maybe that's See, true. everybody I know, everybody's a different kind of prickly pear to, to text with. You yeah. know, we, we
1: have mutual friends that are very perplexing to text with. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and lately, if you send Scott Simpson a text, it's like sending a text to 0000-0000. Is that right? Oh, cuz yeah. he doesn't get back to you? He just doesn't reply to me.
0: I get a I sometimes get a text out of nowhere from Scott where he says something like bro, I watched that thing <laughs> you suggested and it was really good, bro.
1: Yeah. No, he doesn't bro me anymore. And he used to bro me all the time. Yeah. He used to bro me and be like, what's up, what's up? I think he's pretty busy. He works Gingham? a lot. He works a lot. I, I text with you. Yeah. Uh, I
0: text I, I text occasionally with Dan. I text a fair amount with John Circusa. Yeah. I text my friends uh, uh, Max and Alex. I text oh, with them yeah. a
1: lot. I like those
0: guys. They're great. They're great guys. I am prickly to text with, and you know someone told I me I get the other- scared of doing it. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be critical. No, I'm no, saying it's true. you're the soup Nazi of texting. I don't want to do it wrong. And I don't want to fluster you. And sometimes you you come in very passionate with a passionate thing to talk about, and I don't want to I don't want to provoke you provoke you unintentionally about something by yeah. by texting wrong, and you think it's about a thing and not about a thing.
1: Yep. 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 I, somebody, I, did I tell you this? Somebody said to me the other day, or I, I asked, I was walking down the street with someone, and you know, I like to talk when I'm walking down the street. And I said... <laughs> <laughs> Is there a time you don't like to talk? <laughs> well, but I mean, in particular, like, if I'm going to talk about something, I'm like, let's go for a walk. Let's All you go do, talk. you do a little sorkin'. Let's do a little walk and talk. Walk and talk. So we're walking along, and I'm like, do you think I have a sense of humor about myself? I mean, I, obviously, I have a sense of humor. Do you think I have a sense of humor whoa, about whoa, whoa. myself? You, you asked somebody to tell you that honestly? Yeah, and there was a long pause. And I was like, okay, yeah. what's this about? Oh, now, I, there's a reason I'm asking this question, right? I've got some doubts, and, uh, and now there's a long pause. So now you're, looking, you're looking at the same thing you want in the doctor. You're mostly okay. Yeah, right. I want them to say, oh, are you kidding? You've got a great sense of humor by yourself. <laughs> and then a long pause. And then obviously if you're going to pause in a moment like that, you know that the other person can handle it. You're not jumping right in with some kind of like fill up the space with talk while you think about it. Right, You're like, I'm going to give you a considered answer, but I'm going to let you stew in it for a second mm. while they're thinking about it. I'm like, what the fuck? There's only one right answer to this. It's a, yes, of course you have a sense of humor.
0: Well, I mean, what it, what it means to me is that like, not only is there not a simple answer to this, that if there is a simple answer, it's not the one that you want to hear. And mm. now they're thinking about thinking.
1: They're, 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 so, uh, that's right. They're thinking about thinking. And they come back with something very similar to what you just said, which was, uh, I don't want to get this answer wrong. <laughs> and I'm like all right it's like go.
0: your version of do these pants make my butt look big <laughs>
1: Right. just even acknowledging
0: that no matter how you answer that you're not getting out of that clear
1: right and it's already there's a, they've already like laid down some I mean there's napalm in the trees now yeah and I'm like yeah. I'm like go on basically confirming their fear right I'm like go on and they said well you're a little scary and the thing about your sense of humor about yourself is that you really like to be right about what everybody else's deal is. And you are 94% right about what other people's deal is, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. But then you are very reluctant to not also be 94% right about yourself. (sighs) And I was like, "Uh uh-huh and i 'm now i 'm really thinking now there's like now there 's the smell of burned plastic coming it 's a very thoughtful response and they said, you know you have a sense of humor about yourself, but if someone else makes an observation like you yourself can you, because you know yourself very well, you say very knowledgeable things about yourself and laugh, and we 're all meant to laugh with you because we all have stockholm syndrome but <laughs> If someone else says something about you that doesn't match up with what you think you already know, yep. there's a long and cold period that no one wants to be inside of. And I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and they said, I'm starting to feel that cold feeling right now as we walk down the street. And I was like, <clears throat> "Well, interesting mm-hmm. observation." I don't because if you had a
0: sense of humor about yourself in the true sense of the word, you go, "Holy shit, you're totally right!" Well, without no, even I, pausing, you would go, "You're absolutely right." Oh my god, I'm such a
1: dingus. What a great way to put that. Well, and and that's what I'm. That's what I was working toward. Right? I mean, it was very much <laughs> too true. <laughs> I'm prepared I'm prepared to seem good-natured about this. I I will allow the court will allow <laughs> this objection. Uh-huh. And so I'm walking along and I'm like, now does this mean I'm thinking to myself, does this mean that I that I is this one of the definitions of a sense of humor about oneself when somebody else says, "Here's a flaw in you," and you go, "Ha ha! Woohoo!" Uh, right and and because there are other definitions right like i'm i'm certainly capable of saying like boy am i a dummy but there's an element of that which is diffusing other people's criticism right because i get to set the terms of of how i'm a dummy and by saying it before anyone else can say it i retain control over it yeah and so I'm walking along, and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "Well, you're, you're
0: you're like you're, you're kind of one, when one does that, you're you're setting the boundaries for it, and you're also the one who's bringing in exactly the cattle you want to bring in to fill that area. Yeah, but you got nobody, nobody, nobody else is allowed to drop in some sheep there because that's 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 a classic funny ish person thing. Is if humor becomes a, a form of self defense mm-hmm. because you get to sort of inoculate yourself in a way that you choose to. Mm-hmm. But then if somebody else does it. Mhm.
1: Mhm. So I, you know, but I want from the thing be- you do that so no, other, no, no, other, no, no, people. other people other people other people. I want to be somebody that has a that people think like, "Ah, he's got a great sense of humor about himself. What a lighthearted, carefree guy." But <laughs> but but what's confusing to me is that when other people try to describe me, because oh, this was one of the things. This is one of the things one of the reasons I brought it up. I was like, "You know, no one ever does me the favor of like dropping some science on me." about me right mm. like no one ever likes walking along and is like you know what your problem is like i'm, lit- I'm I was literally i literally kind of asking for it and but I, but whenever this comes up i always hear the word scary in the first two to seven words mm-hmm. and i'm like scary scary that's not a scary isn't a thing i'm trying to be scary i mean maybe a little <laughs> maybe i'm trying to be a little scary mm-hmm. you know i don't want to get walked up on by a cop in the middle of the night that's not how you think of or describe yourself no you don't want to i mean i'm a little scary you don't want to like sit down next to me on a park bench and tell me to move my lunch but i'm not a man spreader yeah. i mean you know scary what does scary really mean uh but but it's particularly, code. it's code particularly among my friends you know so anyway i've been chewing on that quite a bit i'll bet quite a bit like huh what do i a how do i be less scary i'm, I'm just glad eating. they didn't text it to you <laughs> well so if they had texted it to me if they had texted it to me and included a picture of their boobs it would have been i would have just glanced right over the criticism steam and john i would have put a balloon full of of hot pudding <laughs> i would have penciled it up in there <laughs> <laughs>
0: John, um, um,
1: we're, uh, we're selling t-shirts for one more week. We're selling t-shirts. And one thing that I'm sure a lot of people were f- listening along to this program waiting for us to say was this is our 200th episode. Yeah. yeah. And I know you don't care about commemorating things because you you're don't not know a, that about me. You're not a numerologist. I sent you four texts about it yesterday. Well, yeah, but who who prompted those four texts? You sent those texts to John Sircusa. I sent them to my wife. But in any case... Is it my girl, Syracuse? Uh, Yeah. We're selling t-shirts that are amazing Yep, as a way of, you know, like, where's our parade? It's right here in the form of these t-shirts.
0: People really liked it the last time that we did it, and we decided to do it again. Uh, there's some money in this for us, but they're also really cool shirts. So, you know, you can go to CottonBureau.com or you can go to show notes for this episode, which are at RoderickOnTheLine.com. I don't wanna make this too long, but here's the thing. If we mm. don't, I mean, no matter how much you say this, people are going to hate you. They're going to unfollow you. You say like we're selling shirts. I know, like, but here's the thing. Like Tuesday, next Tuesday, it's too late to buy one of these shirts. And you know what's going to happen? There's going to be half a dozen people who go, why didn't you tell me that you were selling shirts for exactly two weeks? I would have mm-hmm. bought one. That's right. I've been waiting for years. Why didn't you tell me? And they take it as a personal affront. So I'm trying to forestall that, even though I'm I'm like the TSA guy telling everybody to take out their liquids. I know there's no point. I know there's going to be people in the bazooka launchers and like a skin of wine. I'm just trying to tell you, if you want to get a shirt, now I sound angry, please buy one of our shirts.
1: I know, you're a little scary right now. I'm being a little scary, aren't I? Think about the guys in the pork pie hats that are driving Lambrettas in Pennsylvania and the fun that those guys are having in their... In the t-shirts that they bought, right? Think about if you are someone in New Zealand who formerly was not aware of how many Roderick on the Line listeners there are in New Zealand, now put on a t-shirt with some ding rays, mm-hmm. walk around in Christchurch or wherever, Wellington, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and watch the people flock to you all saying, Oh, are you a Roderick on the Line fan? <laughs> Because everyone in New Zealand
0: is a Cockney chimney sword. Have you, have you, have seen, you taken a Pepsi challenge, Gov? Have you worked? Have hello, you hello, really hello. Have you worked this pen? What's all this thing? Uh This is a thing. <laughs> when you, I will meet, a- you will meet other people. When you wear a Roderick online shirt, I can tell you because I, I frequently wear one when it's cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 I meet people. You will meet people. You will see stories. And the thing is, they're, they're cool people. Because mm-hmm.
1: nobody who listens to this show is a dork. Even if you don't want to meet people, even if you have social anxiety, this is a perfect way to meet people in a way that communicates, I am a Roderick on the line lister. That doesn't mean I want uh, yeah. to. Yeah.
0: I mean, like to me, t- tell me another shirt where people are going to be more tolerant of whatever your
1: introversion thing is. Right. Right. It's not, it's not an invitation to a hug. Right. Mm-hmm. It's an invitation.
0: It's a to- way of saying, crow, I see you. That's right. I see you, crow. Mm hmm. So you go to uh, cottonbeer.com, you can get it there. But I would suggest just go to roderickonline.com. Uh, you have a week from today to get this. So we would appreciate it if you would do that. If you want to help celebrate our 200th episode anniversary, if it's
1: meaningful to you. It's 1776 <laughs> it's for us. It's definitely
0: a different number.
1: <laughs> 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 then uh, go buy a fucking shirt. Yeah, that's right. Do it.
0: Yeah. Happy happy anniversary.
1: Hey, happy anniversary to you, Merlin. Uh-huh.
0: That was anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs>